and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us today as we launch season four. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, season four of Pearls and Politics Podcast. We are so excited today to have as our guest for our premiere episode, none other than United States Congresswoman Nikki Bozinski. She is the United States Congresswoman for the 13th Congressional District, and she's here with us today. Hello, Nikki. How are you? Oh, I'm sorry, Congresswoman. How are you? Hi. I'm sorry. It's so great to be with you, Kahala. I apologize. Congresswoman. Oh, I am. We have been friends for too long. I'm, I'm just Nikki. Well, we, as you know, we put respect on people's names at Pros and Politics Podcast. So you are Congresswoman yes. today. Okay. Congresswoman Thank Nikki, you. is that okay. better? Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I'm so happy you're it's with us. It's great to be on your yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for this invitation to be on your premiere episode. Well, thank you. Um, yes, I, I couldn't think of a better person to bring in season four than you. Um, we've never had a United States Congresswoman on our show. So this is really um, big for me, big for the platform. And we are so happy that you would be willing to come on today. Thank you for the invitation. It's great to be with you always. Yes. So you are amazing. Okay. Let's oh. let's be clear about that. You are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And so let's do a little bit of introduction about you. I really want people mm -hmm. to know you as a person. Mm -hmm. um, you have such a big heart. Um, you're so mm -hmm. smart. You're so funny. And we couldn't have a better person representing the 13th Congressional District. So please tell us a little bit about yourself on a personal level, yeah. and then we'll get into that political journey that led you all the way to D.C. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, I have to point out, as I did just a minute ago, that I wore pink for you today, Kahala, because I have so many wonderful friends. I've got this is our actually our congressional pin. The pin actually changes color every year. Okay. So this year it's green. So I just want to note that I am wearing pink and green today for my AKA oh, friends. Well, thank uh, you. We love them. it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's wonderful to be with you. You know, I am, I'm originally from central Illinois. Um, I'm from Peoria. I was born in Peoria. Um, I went to the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign, which actually this congressional district is, did you go to U of I? I did. Oh my gosh. How did I not know this? That's yes, amazing. We did. So we are yeah. fellow alumni as well. Yes, we are. And um, so it's you can appreciate that and how how really cool it is to get to be in Congress and represent our alma mater in Congress. And so that's the furthest eastern part of this really big district. Um, and so um, but really, I, you know, a little bit more about me, you know, I got my kind of my first start, I started volunteering on political campaigns when I was at the University of Illinois. And I got the political bug, you know, so to speak, where you and I know you have that bug too. Um, yes. But it's just it's giving back, it's making a difference. And I honestly, and as you know, I did that really more in public service. I had the opportunity to work for a lot of really great people, um, including our governor, including President Biden and, and other really great elected officials. And 
I love that work. But I finally kind of after COVID, I really decided that I wanted to step forward in my community in a different way. And I really feel very strongly that there are some communities in this district that haven't had a champion, haven't had a fighter in Congress for them for too long. And too I want to be that person. I want to show up and I want to I want to be there for the community. So I've loved being a part of being in public service, making a difference. Um, I, I live in Springfield now. I live in the Washington Park area for folks that might know Springfield that are your listeners. Um, and I live in a, an old house. I've got a little dog. Her name's Lulu. Her third birthday was just yesterday. Happy birthday, um, so <laughs> Yes, yes. She's, she's a rambunctious uh, French bulldog. Um, you know, I'm an aunt to three really great kids. My sister is, she lives up in Geneva, Illinois, which is up in Kane County, so a suburb of Chicago. Uh, she has three kids. I'm a, a proud godmother to my oldest nephew, Noah, who's 11. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm really blessed to have a lot of great family and good friends like yourself, Kahala. And so when I'm not working, I do like to spend time with them. And uh, But it's been a busy seven weeks, as you've said, since I've gotten kind of sworn into the new job. Mm -hmm. It is a new job, so I'm kind of still learning the ins and outs, but I'm loving it. And it's true truly an honor. And we are honored to have you. Um, like you stated, you were part of uh, Governor Pritzker's hugely successful, you know, campaign. And that's where we met. That's yeah, that is. Met. I know. And I remember, you know, seeing you and interacting with you at all the events and things of that nature. And that's why I first was able to, you know, see your heart and, and see yeah. what a wonderful person that you were. And you were always so approachable. So I had never been that closely involved in a gubernatorial yeah. campaign. And so to see that people are people, right? Because you yeah. know, on the county level, yeah. you're a person and nobody really thinks that's yeah. a, a big deal. But yeah. at that level, it's a really big deal. So to know that you were part of a campaign where the governor and lieutenant governor really see people, um, really right. see women, really see, you know, people of mm -hmm. color it's so important. Mm -hmm. And then you decided to be a part of that. So that speaks a lot about who you are as a person. And you. you've always been so genuine. And when I talk to people and, you know, when you were campaigning and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. well, she's so personable. And I'm like, I feel the exact same way. So <laughs> I'm not just saying that, like, literally, Thank I have you. not run into anybody over the years or during your campaign that had anything negative to say about you. Like everybody well, loves you. And when you do Kahala, you need to check me. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> well, I don't think you have anything to worry about when it comes to that. And then I know you also were, you know, part of Joe Biden's team, you know, and I was yeah. like, wow, she's out there doing that now. So it's very inspirational to um, women in our age group, younger women, older women, mm -hmm. women in politics to really see you out there moving and shattering ceilings and doing all the things mm -hmm. that you do. And you're so connected. So for the longest, you know, like Southern Illinois was kind of neglected. Yeah. And, but in recent yeah. years, someone's always here. They're always engaged. Yeah. They're always reaching out. And I know you've already mm -hmm. done, you know, 
some things since you've been elected in our community. So let's talk a little bit about some of the connections you've made, like with Pastor Ron Young and some of the churches and community events. Well, actually, Pastor Ron Young, you know, is a friend of both of ours, um, and he hosted me the first a community that I went to, the first meeting I did since getting sworn into office when I came back home was at his church. It was a listening mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. Um, with you, with um, Representative LaToya Greenwood, who's also a good friend, State Senator Chris Belt. And it was just an opportunity to listen and learn. You know, I mean, I think mm-hmm. one of the things in politics that's so important is that you listen to people. What do they need? How can you meet them where they are? And and at that discussion, uh, the pastor Young really moderated. You know, we heard about the importance of creating more affordable housing. Mm-hmm. I heard about the importance of workforce development and helping people get the skills training they need to get into good jobs. Um, And that's actually one of the areas, Kahala, I think my first piece of legislation inspired in part by some of those conversations is going to be on workforce development. How do we give people skills training Um, and don't saddle them with debt? You know, I think that's the issue is, you know, a lot of people graduate from a four year college degree and they've got a ton of debt. Maybe they could have gone to a community college and gotten the same type of skills training um, and gotten a good paying job without having the debt. So it's looking at things like that. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. That first meeting was with Pastor Young. He's phenomenal, wonderful leader in the community. I've had the opportunity to come back a couple different times. New Life Community Church also hosted uh, a gathering where we were talking about violence intervention programs that the state police led by Brandon Kelly um, is working with community leaders in the East St. Louis area to help rebuild trust and relationships between the community and law enforcement and how that's actually really directly benefiting East St. Louis right now as they're seeing some of their violent crimes go down. That's wonderful. And so I had the chance to sit and listen and learn and think, okay, well, in Congress, what can I do to support the great work Weveta Granger is already doing um, in the community. And so um, that was great. And then I just had mentioned to you too, I came back to the Jackie Joyner Kersey Foundation. I mean, here she is a shero, right? I mean, Jackie Joyner Kersey. Uh And I have to say, we were at her training academy where she has now children from basically birth to I think third grade um, at her school and to see those little kids light up in the classroom when they saw her and they would run to her and be like Miss Jackie they knew who she was because she's so invested in the program and in the community and um, so it's just I'm honored to get to see people that are already making such a big difference in community. And I'm just trying to find out how I can help uh, support in any way possible the work that's already being done. And you mentioned some outstanding programs. So, of course, Jackie Mm -hmm. Joyner is an icon, an icon. Um, You mentioned Pastor Ron Young and and New Life and... um, Yep. My my friend and Soror Waveta Granger mm-hmm. and everything that New Life yep. does, and a, a member of ISP came on several weeks ago. Uh, Master Sergeant mm-hmm. uh, Jaron Riley came mm-hmm. on to talk about all the things mm-hmm. that ISP or some of the things that ISP is doing, and it's all about collaboration in the community, right? It's all about yep. all of us 
reaching back, reaching out and bettering not only our community, but ultimately ourselves, right? Because if the community's better, we're all better. And I love the fact that you love to be in the community. Like you are not the type of person that's only going to be in Springfield, only going to be in DC. You're going to put your jeans and your tennis shoes on and your jacket, and you're going to be out there talking and smiling and having a good time because you're invested in people. And I think a lot of times that's what we miss so much. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the posturing and the political things that go on, you're wondering, Mm -hmm. what about the people? Like, Aren't we supposed to be working for the people, not doing all these other things? And you are definitely one for the individual and one for the family and one for the people and one for the middle class and one for the unions. Like you were all those things, all wrapped up into (laughs) one Nikki, one Congresswoman Nikki. So um, tell us about being the first woman Mm -hmm. in your elected in your district, right? I mean- yeah. That's a really big deal. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so no, you, thank you. Tell us. Well, you're a trailblazer too. Well, thank you, but you are. You're on a whole nother level. So tell <laughs> us how that felt because I kind of know how that feels, but mm-hmm. please tell us what that moment was like when you reached the manifestation of that victory for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I think that that is the thing they say for women. And I know, you know, you've been in elected office before too, Kahala, is it takes women, we have to do our homework, we've got to often be asked multiple times to step forward to run for elected office. And it takes us it takes us more of a process to say, okay, I'm going to take this chance. I think sometimes often with men, you know, it's a little easier for them. They kind of, it's easier for them to look in the mirror and be like, we got this, we're going to do this. But for women, I just can speak for myself. It, it took really relying on family and friends to be a support system to say, maybe no other woman has done this before, but we believe in you and you can do this and we're with you. And, you know, as women, I think we really need a village around us um, because I think we are really collaborators at heart. We like to bring people into the process. So, I mean, it's an incredible honor to be the first woman to represent this district. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with that comes responsibility, as, as you know, you know, you really want to be a model leader so that hopefully maybe you might be the first, but you are not the last, that there are young women um, from all backgrounds that can see themselves in you and say, hey, maybe I'll take that next step. And it doesn't always have to start, as you know, with Congress. It really starts at the local level. You know, a woman stepping forward to say, you know, I am concerned about what I'm seeing in my school or I am concerned about my child. And so I'm going to run for school board. Um, I think that's important. Or run for county board, run for, as you know, a local county office. Those are really making big differences in, in people's lives. And I think, you know, we need, we still are underrepresented as women in Congress. And so I think we still have a long way to go. But I think it starts with some of us as first helping to kind of pave a bit of a way for more women that you hope are coming up behind you. Absolutely. You are right. We are underrepresented. In many areas, mm-hmm. um, I talk about all the time on this platform how only 
of all lawyers mm-hmm. in the country are African-American women. Um, yeah. You know, and less than 1%, I saw the other day, are partners in law firms mm-hmm. across the country. So it's yeah. very important. Representation matters across the board. And it particularly it matters when it comes to women because Mm-hmm. I know I'm biased and you are too, but I feel like we have so much to offer, right? We have yes, so we do. much to offer <laughs> and so many perspectives that, you know, gentlemen yeah. don't bring or won't bring because we're different. I know yeah. when Senator Belt was here, Senator Chris Belt, okay. he was applauding Representative Greenwood on the legislation that she brought forth about um sanitary napkins and and menstrual security. And there was this menstrual poverty that was going on. And it Mm -hmm. took a woman to be able to say, you know, there are teens and homeless people and, you know, individuals that as women, we're going to deal with this situation every single month. And so many of us don't have what we need, which then leads to all kinds of issues, health issues and mental health issues, because that's challenging mentally to not have Mm -hmm. what you need. And so again, there's that woman piece, right? And we're not disregarding the gentleman, but representation from all aspects is important. So whether it's ethnicity, whether it's gender, we need to be represented so that way all of the constituents can be represented. Because a lot of times in politics, sometimes a lot of people, and you know that from your work in the community, people don't feel hurt. What did I just say? For the longest, Southern Illinois kind of didn't feel hurt. Yeah, And so that's right. now we've been delivered from that, right? So we, we yeah. are heard, but there yeah. are sections of our communities of people yep who still feel unheard. And it's people like you that are determined to do away with that. That's yes. going to make be the difference that makes the difference. And that's why mm-hmm. we're so happy to have you. Like, Thank really you. Are. I just have to say, Kahala, I completely agree with you in the sense, you know, we all offer our own unique perspectives mm-hmm. from our life's life experiences. And we are one of the things that former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi said a lot to our House caucus is that um, diversity is our strength as a democratic caucus, but unity is our power. So diversity is our strength and unity, exactly. unity is our power. Oh, I, I think that. that is really wonderful is. and, and something that is why we need to make sure that everyone is represented in public office. Yes. So what committees, I don't know if I'm saying that the right way, yeah. but now that mm-hmm. you're fully in and in your all systems go, what committees are you a part of and what are you championing? Championing? What are you going after right now? Yeah, absolutely. So I got on two committees, um, the House Agriculture Committee and the House Veterans Affairs Committee. Most members are only on two committees. I'm really excited. I'm excited about both. I'm excited about being able to do really good work in both of these committees. They also happen to be committees that oftentimes you can be bipartisan. You can work with some Republicans on some issues, um, which is something that obviously Washington, D.C. struggles with right now, um, as you know. But the House Agriculture Committee, the reason I'm so excited about it is it's a farm bill year. And so for communities throughout central and southern Illinois, 
It is about family farmers, and I'm looking forward to being helpful to our family farmers. As you know, a part of our district is Collinsville, Illinois, which is the horseradish capital of the world. I didn't um, know Yes, yes. Something new every day. And um, we're also a top producer of corn and soybean and pork. Absolutely. So yes, I'm going to help those industries and those family farmers. But I also want to take a moment, 80% of the farm bill is the nutrition program. And that is so important to communities throughout the, this country. Uh, we have to make sure that children and access to school lunches is something that we provide through the farm bill continues to be provided. Because as you know, there are some children that maybe that hot meal at lunch is the only hot meal of the day they're going to get. And so it is so important that we are protecting those types of programs. Um, our SNAP benefits, you know, SNAP benefits help folks that they've got a job, they're working, they're doing what they can, but still not able to make ends meet with inflation as high as it is. That's Gas amazing. prices still starting to come down. So the SNAP benefits provide a little bit of extra assistance for folks that are working to make sure that they have healthy food options. So I, I'm really excited about, you know, the nutrition programs, but also like farm to table work. How are we addressing our food desert situations, mm -hmm. food insecurity? You know, when we look at outcomes and people with um, chronic disease or like diabetes, if they don't have access to healthy food options, how can they address um, all of the underlying issues that relate to diabetes and get their diabetes under control. So food security is really important. Um, supporting farm to table efforts. You know, Jackie Joyner Kersey's got a, a greenhouse. They're growing great stuff out in, um, out in, on their uh, foundation properties. So, you know, people are trying to do their part, but mm -hmm. how can I be supportive of those efforts? That is awesome. Um, I know when you mentioned that you were going to be on, what you say, Veterans Affairs? Yeah. My podcast producer, he was not, and he said he's a veteran. So, Oh, again, wonderful. Thank you for the you service. Complimenting the studio. And I told you he's, you know, and it's an African-American, it's a minority-owned business, and he's from East St. Louis. He's also a veteran. And so right. he, his heart belongs to veterans. And so that yes. means a lot to him for you to be sitting on that committee. And I'm yes. sure you will be fighting hard and giving it everything yeah. you have for our veterans. And we love veterans yes. here. Um, if, yeah. So it just seems like you're about to do some really good work. And I'm really I excited. And I will continue to follow and continue to engage because, again, I just believe in in you, and I believe in what in what you're doing. Um, I had a small part in your in your campaign, and you did. I did not. My good, yes. I did not hesitate because, again, of the relationship, of the history, and just knowing what I know. Because I'm not going to participate in every just anybody's campaign. I'm not going to have <laughs> just anybody on my platform. And yeah. but you can come back anytime you want, talk about anything you want to talk about. And thank you. You know, again, I appreciate you wearing pink today. I just love it. Yes. I just love it. I um, thought of you. I thought I gotta wear some pink today. 
Um, I would love to come back anytime, Kahala. Let's just continue the conversation because there are going to be um, some big issues that are going to come up in Washington. And at the very least, we can just have a candid conversation about what those are and, you know, what the community needs, what, you know, how I can be an advocate. So I'd love to just continue this conversation. Well, we would absolutely love it. And, you know, I know you're very busy and I know you have, you know, so much to do, um, but we appreciate you taking the time. You did not have to take the time, but you were like, oh, sure, I would love to come on and I would love to do it. And that really means a lot um, because you didn't have to. Right. People don't have to be kind. People don't have to take the time. And the fact that you did really, really means a lot to me. Anytime, Kahala. Anytime. So you just keep doing what you're doing, right? You just keep being great. You keep being girl power, woman power, congresswoman power, like Nikki B, like everybody, everything that you are, you just keep doing it. We will keep supporting you and I will keep following what you do. And again, thank you so much. And you just have the best, the best day ever. You too, Kahala. Thanks again for having me on the premiere episode. Yay! I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk soon. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and you'll join us again next week. But in the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,